Oh my Jesus Lord. It's taken me half an hour to turn this stupid microphone on and connect it to the computer. It's all connected. Everything's plugged in. But for some reason, it didn't want to record anything. And now I'm like, oh, I don't want to do a podcast episode. I'm too pissy. I'm in a pissy mood. I've got the oven preheating because I'm putting a, um, a roast chicken in because I don't know. I'm too scared to. Oh, I could have Googled it. Can you put chicken bones in the microwave? Because I just want to heat the chicken up. I know you can put them in the oven. The oven's not radiatorial radio, whatever the freaking hell it is. It just heats the food. Um, so I'm doing that. So in a moment, I'm going to get up and put the chicken in the oven. Will I hit pause? No, of course not. God, pissy mood. Pissy mood I'm in. Two things I need to talk about today. One, I've done no research on. I've read some tweets, but I want to give my opinion anyway. Uh, why read research when you can just rattle off your own facts that you make up? Um, and then the other thing is I called the police yesterday. I called them. This time, well, this this time is 24 hours ago. Yeah, but you'll probably listen to this podcast in the future and I'll be arrested and in jail for something. Um, so I was I um, unintentionally went on some dates. Like I was like, let's have the sex. And they were like, mm, let's catch up. And I'm like, oh. You're hot, so I'll do the catch-up bit. Um, anyway, caught up with this guy. We went into Crown Casino. Lovely. He's so lovely. Very attractive. Uh, great conversation. I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm satisfied with just the chili cheese fries we had and the conversation. Um, I didn't. I was like, oh, I was also a bit tired. That was my excuse. Um, you know, we had a chat and we moved on. Will we get date number two? I don't know. I need a bit more date. Dates need to be a little bit more horizontal for me. Like just so much effort being vertical and chatting. Anyway, I'm walking home. It's not a not a long walk, and I'm walking past this apartment building. Very very tall, about ten balconies up. Um, this these youths started pouring beer off the side. Now I was just casually walking, and I thought it was raining. No. They were pouring beer off the balcony. Oh, my God, was I pissed. Initially, I was like, oh, you're pouring beer. That's funny. And I was like, no, it's not. You're trying to pour beer on me, you stupid, dumb, young piece of shit. And then I looked at them and I like, waved. I was like, you didn't get me. Ugh, dickhead. And then I was like, oh, my God. Well, there's so many like wonderful people who are dressed up for a lovely night out. You will ruin their night out. And I wanted to punch some faces in. I was Angry, like angry, like I am. Oh, the oven. Hold on, I've got to go put the chicken in. I don't know how much of this you can actually hear because I don't know how much the microphone picks up. But opening the oven, oh, that is yummy. It's half a chicken. Mm. I don't know how I'm gonna put it in for. Twenty minutes. Okay, twenty minutes sounds like such a long time to put half roast. Chicken just to heat up, so I don't don't know. I don't know if you heard any of that, but I was just talking to myself. (sighs) Where did I go? Okay. Really frustrated. Now, they're in apartment blocks. I can't just knock on the door and be like, don't do that, you stupid dumb bitches. Uh, They were dudes. Uh, There were girls up there as well, so I'm thinking they were like... This is how I imagine it went. Oh my god! Oh my god, Sydney! I'm so like so cool. Look, let me show you how cool I am. I'm gonna tip you over the side of the balcony. What? I'm like total rebel. Oh my god, look, it didn't get that guy. But I almost got that guy. I'm going to try to put on more people. Are you impressed? Look at my guns. Can I fuck you? I'm a dumb idiot male. Uh. That's how I imagine the conversation went right as he was tipping beer on me. 
Now, um, I couldn't just go up there. I didn't know. I didn't know. So I filmed it. I took some photos. I did, of course, I did Insta stories. And I was like, oh, I'll just publicly shame them. I don't care. They're doing the wrong thing. I will happily publicly shame people for doing the wrong thing. Are there repercussions from that? Well, none that I saw. So I put the address of the apartment. I was like, do you know anyone who lives in this apartment block? I need to hunt down this gang of youths. I haven't even eaten anything and I'm burpy. Uh, check the oven. Nothing's on fire. So um, everyone on Instagram was like, you should call the police. I'm like, oh, I don't think. I mean, I don't. I'd love to because I hate these people. But I, is that an emergency? Is that something the police? And I ummed and ah, And I actually walked past the police station on my way home and I like stuck my head in and no one was there. So I was like, no, nah, I won't bother them. Anyway, I got home, still so angry. I was like, I need to vent this rage somewhere. And it's going to happen. And I'm so I'm going to call the police station in the suburb that the incident happened. So I called them. Um, hello, this is Constable McDermott, McBlurb. I was like, oh my God, what a great name. And then uh, he was like, actually, you need to call triple zero for this because then they'll note it down and dispatch and blah, 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 blah. I was like, really? I thought that was for emergencies only. And he's like, no, 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 call triple zero. So I hung up the phone. I was like, no, I don't want to like, I don't want to like, what happens if someone who's actually being murdered tries to call through an old grumpy uh, old man Christian is complaining about some youths? So I pondered on that for three and a half seconds and went, stuff it. I'm calling them 000. Now, I've called triple zero a few times, uh, mostly to report roads like pretty, what looks like, one was a ladder on a bridge. And I was like, oh, it looks like someone had climbed up the ladder. And I was like, oh my God. So I called triple zero for that one. And then another one on the same bridge, um, uh, a roadwork sign had just fallen off into the middle of the road. And it was really late at night, so there was not much traffic. But I didn't see the sign. And I was like, this is a big sign. And it had a metal frame. And I swerved out of the way. I had to swerve into like oncoming traffic lanes. But again, it was like midnight and no one was around. And I was like, oh, I need to call the police. So I called the police. Um, the for the first one with the ladder was triple zero, having never called triple zero before. And the second one, I just called the local like Gladesville police station. Um, anyway, this time I called triple zero. Oh, if you've never called triple zero, it is intense. And they treat every call like you're about to die. And I'm like, I'm an old man complaining about some youth who poured beer from a balcony. Like this, this is way down the priority list. So, um, it, it basically goes like this. You call and an operator answers the phone. Uh, police, fire, or ambulance, and then you say police, and then I think you give. Did you give them the suburb you're in? Yeah, and so you give them the suburb you're in. Um, I don't know, and then I think they connect you. They connect you through to a police dispatcher. Maybe that's what happens, because I got connected through. So I got through to this woman who was like, "Urgent, urgent, urgent! Police, fire, ambulance!" I was like, "Um, I don't know, uh, police. Okay, connecting you through uh, zero number four nine four 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 four, and I'm like talking to all the people they're connecting. So you're like, you've got no idea what's going on, but the phone rings. Yes, four nine four has answered, and then the other woman goes, yes, four nine four. The zero number is four two two one five nine six three. Go ahead. And I'm like, oh, is it my turn to talk? And so. I was like, oh, this is an emergency. I just want to let you know it's super not urgent. Um, some young gentlemen youths are pouring beer from an apartment complex onto other people. And um, I just wanted to report it because it's really unfair. And a couple of people have had their night ruined because of these youths. Immediately, I was like, God, I have turned into my, well, not mine. My grandfather wouldn't even phone this in. My grandfather was a tolerant man. I turned into a, an old grumpy man that hates young people. 
but I don't. I hate young people who do the wrong thing. I hate people in general. I hate people in general. I do not. I'm not ageist. That's so not a thing. I don't discriminate on what age you are. I hate you. I hate all people. And if you're a person who's doing the wrong thing, oh my God, do I hate you. And I will make sure that the rules, I'm a stickler for the rules. Um, well, not really. I couldn't, for myself, couldn't give two shits about the rules. But for everyone else, they must follow the rules. And the rules are, you don't pour beer from um, one, two, three, ten stories high. But, yeah, right? Got it. So, worked up. I'm already so worked up. So, I'm talking to this lady. She was so lovely, very calming. She had a calming tone about her. Um, and anyway, talking to her, talking to her, she says, where is it? Do you know the address? I was like, of course I do. I know the level. I have photos. I know. Let me go with the police. So she's like, oh, we'll, we'll send someone down there and, and check it out. I was like, oh, I feel like I'm wasting their time. And she's like, no, no, no. These are very important calls. Uh, I was like, mm, you sound really lovely. And she goes, no, it's so fine. Oh, look, I recognize your voice. So I watch your videos. And I was like, Sorry? Oh, no, you have a very distinctive voice. I was like, uh, 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 oh, uh, uh, I'm not the, what, who? I don't know who you're talking about. I'm a f- middle-aged woman. What's going on? Um, and I was like, God damn it. I can't complain anonymously to triple zero anymore. And then I was like, oh, my God, she totally knows who I am. I am totes famous. Oh, my God, like, stop it. Do you, like, love my videos? Oh, my God, you're such a fan. Do you want me to, like, take a selfie and send it to you? Like, oh, my God, what do you want? Like, this is great. My ego was, like, six billion percent higher. And I was like, oh, my God, stop it. And then I was like, oh, they're recording this call. Mm, What happens if something bad happens? And then they have to play this call back as evidence. So I was like, oh my God, my Instagram handle is at Christian Hall for any like jury members listening. Um, so goes through and she's like, thank you so much. I gave her my contact details in case the police needed the photo. I was like, what are they going to use the photo for? Really? What? They're not even going to find the apartment. I get, so it was like, it's four floors up, it's this, it's to the left, it's here, it faces this way. <sighs> so I posted it on Instagram. Oh, let me just. I posted it on Instagram and I got some DMs from some people within the police emergency industry. Because I said on Instagram, I was like, oh, I don't know if I should have reported it. One person said, you absolutely need to report these things. And then um, they explained why. And I was like, oh my God, of course. So just say uh, a lot of little incidents happen in a building on the same floor and no one phones it in. Ah, yeah, nothing gets done. She was like, what if this was a, a particularly annoying apartment that we always get calls for? I was like, oh, that's a good point. And then she was like, well, what happens in the bigger picture scheme, um, the the building, um, you know, we, there's issues with the building. There's tenants in there. We get calls a lot. You know, it helps with the bigger picture. I was like, that's so true. And then I remember watching like forensic files and all my crime shows. Things get solved when people phone in tiny little insignificant things. And then they're like, oh, this guy was swerving on the road. So they pull him up, they check his ID. Oh, the, we noticed a dead body in the back. And that wouldn't have been noticed had I not called the police. I know, right? So little dumb, angry, insignificant calls from people like me save the world. Ergo, I saved the world. The world could have fallen apart yesterday. It didn't, because I phoned the police for my bearing incident. I was beard. Have you been beard? It's frustrating. So annoying. I'm going to go check on the chicken one second. I'm not hitting pause because I need to fill the time. Really angry. Oh, shit, is it burning?
I'm defrost. Okay. Thank you for joining me for that chicken checking experience. So, um, the well, in conclusion, you know what? Stuff the youths if they're misbehaving. Phone it in. They need to learn their lesson. Even if it's not youths. If it's other people misbehaving, call it in. The police can pretend to go and check it. Well, they can't actually. They're not allowed to. Because imagine if it was like a bigger picture item, like a murder going on. And they're like, oh, we thought it was too insignificant. But it was phoned in. Why didn't you go check? Well, they have to go check everything. Which I feel bad for. Because I hope people don't phone up for like things that aren't real. Don't do that. Don't be an idiot. Okay. Well, we got through that. That's 13 minutes. Gee, that was a quick 13 minutes. It feels like it was really quick because I'm really angry and passionate. The next point. Now, the next point comes from a completely uninformed human being, a.k.a. myself. Um, And I noticed instant Kilda today, which is just near where I live in Melbourne, in Australia. Um, There were some rioting going on on the beach. Now, the last time riots went on on the beach was in Cronulla in Sydney. Now, if you're a bit older and you watch the news, uh, you'll remember the Cronulla riots, which was like, for memory, it was like a race riot. Uh, and it lasted a couple of days and it was bad. This was not as bad. But um, it was spurred on by a politician. Bring up. Because I want to, I don't want to, well, I want to name and shame him because it's, it's ignorant. It is ignorant. The, the riots were race riots over African gangs. Now, you might be thinking, oh, well, we don't like those African gangs. Yeah, they don't exist. <sighs> Let me go to Twitter. It was trending on the Twitter. You know it's real when it's trending on Twitter. Uh, moments. Where do we go? Oh, here we go. Oh, go away. Oh, shit. I lost it. Um, Sorry. This, this is going to be even more boring than a chicken. Here we go. St Kilda Picnic. That's what they called it. Two sides of a race protest are facing off in St Kilda and a large number of police are patrolling the area. Where's the article? Where's the stupid, dumb idiot... Politician. Where did the politician go? David. Um, sorry. So the media have reported um, crimes happening. And they, they basically report on crimes happening and they pick and choose the crimes they report on. Basically, you know, it's the media. Um, you know, they recently in in uh, Melbourne, they decided to pick and choose crimes being uh, done by the Sudanese gangs, which is just groups of Sudanese, mostly men. And then they called them gangs and then they reported on them. And then everyone got scared because they thought there was a Sudanese gang crisis. No, there was three Sudanese gangs. What are the gangs? Collection of guys committing crimes. And it's like, in the scheme of things, there was more Anglo-Saxon gangs, as they call them, committing crimes. But we're not marching on the beach saying, get rid of all the Anglo-Saxon gangs, are we? No, because nobody cares about them. And this is the problem. The media pick two or three crimes and they report on them. And the running theme that they report on is the descendants of the crimes are African. Therefore, there are African gangs running around Melbourne hurting people. This must be stopped. And then you had a politician, here we go, senator, sorry, 
Fraser Anning, right? Ugh. Um, this is what he tweeted yesterday. The African gangs are disgusting cowards who only prey on the weak, bashing elderly women in places of worship, carjacking uh, innocent and invading people's homes. More everyday Australians need to stand up and take a stand against these people. Against these people. Ugh. Ugh. Are we in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, whenever the huge race... Oh, God, I'm so bad with my history. And then underneath... Oh, my God. This is also from yesterday. My prediction for... This is a senator in the Australian Senate. Fighting for rural and northern Queensland. Of course you are. Sorry, that's a terrible generalisation. Northern... I feel like mm, northern Queenslanders are not even this bad. Are they? I don't know. Anyway, he's representing you. So, in theory... No, because then that's really hypocritical because that's his representation of Northern Queensland. It's just like the African gangs that don't exist. Representation of all African people. No, it's not true. So he doesn't represent Northern Queensland. He's just a person who lives there. If that makes any sense. Okay. My prediction for the outcome of tomorrow's rally is the black Africans who have been terrorising innocent beachgoers won't turn up. Oh, mate, you are just so smart. These grubs only hunt in packs, like stalking jackals. If the numbers are equal, they won't be seen anywhere. Oh my god, these guys. This is... (sighs) Oh my god. Oh, this is another thing you did. If you're being home invaded by an African gang, you deserve the right to self-defence. Why is it something? Why it was was Sudanese gangs? Now it's African gangs. Why not just if you're being invaded, you deserve the right to self-defence? And then he goes on. Australians should be allowed to carry tasers. No, pepper spray. No, and firearms. No, to keep themselves safe and their families safe. No, no, and no. I don't agree with carrying tasers. Mm, I just. Uh, do, pepper, mm, pepper spray, maybe. You gotta be. Mm, and firearms. Oh, Jesus, no. Is this guy a moron? Yes, he is. For people who think that there's an issue, there's not an issue. There is a crime issue. That's what there is. That's all it is. And you know what? Uh, like, all this. All this drama and bullshit when you all read this stuff it doesn't exist it's made by the media to get people to click and to get them fired up and then the media writes stories and they generate income from those stories because everyone's reading about a non-existent problem that they think is an issue uh, and then uh, politicians jump on the bandwagon because they want to be seen as doing something and they want to get rid of the Sudanese and African gangs uh, this is unsafe Melbourne is unsafe until I I'm taking a stand no how that you fix crime you stupid moron and then when an election comes up oh my god it's just fear-mongering and it's racist if you talk to oh i was gonna message a police friend and just check because i've done no checking i've been told from i've been told from quite a lot of people that um it's like in relation to the sudanese gangs they just they didn't it wasn't a thing Yes, there were collections of Sudanese individuals and groups who were, you know, doing illegal things. Mate, that's in every race. There's so many people doing that. 
It, it, the Sudanese, the Anglo-Saxons, the Indians, the Chinese, the Asians, all of them. They're all doing it. Just we don't, we, it's like picking on what we report on. But Anyway, that just really annoyed me. Ooh, Fraser Running is, is trending. One nation down the senator. Oh, my God. He quit. That senator quit. One nation down a senator after Fraser Anning quits an hour after being sworn in. One nation has lost a member in the Senate after the man replacing Malcolm Roberts Queensland. Oh, yeah. The other one nation. Wow, he quit. Senator Anning had abandoned the party to stand as an independent. Oh, he's an independent. Oh, sorry. What date was this? Oh, this was updated on the 13th of November. Oh, damn it. Well, it was in one nation. Sorry. Again, see? Reading and assuming. What an idiot. But it says January 5th, 2019, Sydney Morning Herald. Why does that, why is that top news? Maybe everyone's thinking that it's real. Fireworks happening. Hold on one second. Oh, he's with Corey Bernardi. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go and see. Okay. The government should refuse to take Fraser's vote in the Senate after he's shown again he's unfit to parliament. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's inciting hatred and riots. Oh, oh my God. Just like... What is wrong with people? Oh, God, look at all the, like... So there's two sides. There was the, like, the racist group who were, like, wanted segregation. Like, come on. I, I, and I look at that group of people and I go... They were very young. I'm like, guys, you're all... Like, look at them all. They're disgusting. And they're just so... They're just... Uh, ugh. Mm, sorry, I'm just off. Uh, I wonder if any other politicians said anything. Oh, here we go. Sitting alongside one of the criminals. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, they're just saying the Prime Minister hasn't said anything about it. Let me check. Scott Morrison. Let's have a look and see what he's done. Are you impressed that I know who the Prime Minister is of Australia? It changes every five minutes! Oh, no, I want Scott. S-C-O-T-T-F-O-R-I-S. Scott Morrison, what have you tweeted? Is he not on Twitter? Oh, here he is. No. What's his name? Scott Morrison. Plaid Morrison. No, I want to know. Oh, there we go. Scott Morrison MP. Here we go. No, he hasn't. Of course he hasn't. Nothing has been said. On the verge of a Cronulla riot, nothing has been said. Um, lastly, I want to... S- oh, my chicken! Shit! Oh, no, it's on default. Uh, no, it should be fine. Um, I want to... I think I've spoken about this. Um, I don't have children. I'm, I'm, not, I'm so sure I've spoken about this, so I'm sorry if this is a repeat. But I watched a YouTube video. Okay, I need to say, like, uh, uh, all this St Kilda information I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting from the internet. 
Most of this from the internet. I have been told when the Sudanese gang stuff happened, I was told from people who work uh, within the police that, yes, this is not actually much of an issue as we think. There is fireworks going off. Um, and then the this, what I'm going to talk about next, uh, the information I've got is purely secondhand and from the internet. Again, very untrustworthy. But uh, I watched a YouTube video from a guy called Pay Money Wubby who talks about... Uh, gender neutrality in kids. And now I don't have kids and I've always been on the belief, yes, you know, if if a kid feels like um, he was born uh, the wrong gender, then you know what, we can help that. We can, you know, work toward their the, the mental state. You know, you know, they can put on dresses, they can be a girl, there's surgeries, there's puberty blockers, there's all this stuff. And I just didn't really think about it. And, and then I watched uh, this guy's video and I've, I've spoken to another parent who's going through something um, with their child. And it, I was fascinated because I read early on, I read this one woman and she wrote, wrote she had a, she made this point and I was like, oh, that's a really good point. And then I'm like, oh, is it unpopular opinion if I agree with her? Like, I'm, I'm definitely scared in situations like uh, political ones, uh, how the world is run, uh, gender equality, sexual equality, all that equality stuff. I get scared. And I'm like, oh, what's the popular opinion? Maybe I'll just say that. But uh, I don't have kids. So this opinion comes from just a 32-year-old who hates the youths. This woman in, I, wish, I just wish I'd saved it. And she said, oh, she's my friggin' chicken. Did you hear that? Hold on. Just one sec. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Didn't even do anything. Anyways, stuff. Oh, it's spicy though. Okay, sorry. So this woman said, um, I just had some of the skin. It's like a just southwest chicken. It's oh, spicy. Uh, oh my god, Nazi is trending in Australia. Sorry, I know I'm going off on a tangent. Oh no, that's bad. Oh, why are we so shitty? Um, and she was saying that as a parent, this was just an opinion and advice, and I know how parents hate getting advice, but as a parent, you were there to guide your child through the difficulties of growing up and, and informing them about things, right? Um, and then she went on to say that uh, she believed... That you shouldn't, that children shouldn't have operations so young about uh, gender reassignment and stuff like that. Now, obviously, in some cases, the mental state of the child needs to be really taken into question, and if they're self harming and things like that, it might be a bit different. That is my opinion. But in general, um, children, they don't know. Like, they're learning things. And this video uh, from Pay Money Wubby was really, it, it just really succinctly said some clever things. And he basically, he, he, he says, um, uh, you've got gender stereotypes. Uh, you know, girls like pink, boys like blue, 
girls wear dresses, play with Barbies. Boys don't cry, they don't show emotion. Um, girls don't play in the mud. You know, like just gender stereotypes. And so uh, he was reacting to a video where parents were raising their children genderless. They wanted them to pick their gender that they were going to be. And like part of me goes, oh, yeah, that's super progressive. But then part of me goes, oh, that sounds really responsible. Like you need to, you, you need to, you know, they're, 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 a, they're a boy, they're a girl. Now, I obviously believe that um, as an adult, absolutely different. As a child, though, you know, when I wanted to grow up, I wanted to be a potato, and uh, Pay Money Wabi said he wanted to be a fire engine. Okay, that's obviously that's not going to happen. And the people aren't going to make it happen because it just it doesn't happen. So you have these stereotypes of genders that they don't want their kids to be. They don't want them to even worry about stereotypes and stuff like that. And then you've got uh, young boys wearing dresses. They grow their hair long. They're playing with Barbie dolls. And they're saying that they're a girl. That they're, they're in the wrong gender, they're a girl. But it's sort of like, well, if there are no gender stereotypes, why is this child thinking they're a girl if there's no stereotypes? A boy can wear dresses like pink and play with Barbie dolls, right? That's a th- They can absolutely do that. They don't have to be a girl. And so it's almost, in some cases, it's sort of, you need to teach your child, yes, you're a boy. You know what? You can wear whatever you want. You can wear Disney princess dresses. You can grow your hair long. You can love pink. Um, You know, do you like boys? That's fine. That's like absolutely fine. You, You don't have to be a girl because you like those things. Now, obviously, when it gets a bit deeper and and there are cases where, you know, I do honestly believe that, um, people, uh, they, uh, you know, believe that they're trapped in, in someone else's body. I absolutely believe that. It's not a myth. It's real. Transgender is real. I just think in children, and I know this is really touchy and it's, it's really sensitive and it's just, it's a case by case basis on your child. And as a parent, I couldn't think of anything more stressful. And what do you do in that situation? Now, obviously you're not telling them, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not. You just embrace what they're going through and, and you, you guide them. And then you either, they'll either mature enough, uh, as they grow up, understand that or they, they will grow up and understand it, but go, you know what? I'm a, I'm a boy, but I'm actually a girl. And it was just a really interesting th- way to look at it. And because I don't have kids and I never thought about it, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of parents out there that, that have probably thought a lot about this. And they might you might have different opinions to me, and I'd love to hear them. Tweet me if because if, I, I change my opinions pretty quick when I'm given, you know, good evidence or answers or facts. I'm um, at Christian Hull on Twitter. And... I just, I, I, what? I don't think that is there an answer. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't care how people parent. You know, if you raise your your children to be a genderless, um, I, I personally think that maybe that's not the greatest idea. You know, and I, if you teach, you, you don't say no to your kid. Like, come on. That's how they learn. 
like if they're going to go and touch the stove and you're, you you don't agree in discipline, they're going to burn themselves. They, it's like when, when people say, I don't discipline my kids. What do you do? How did they learn things? The hard way by getting seriously injured? I know babies who pick up stuff, put it in their mouth and hurt themselves. They don't learn from that. They do it again. Do they bang their head on a wall? Yeah. And then they walk back to the wall and bang their head again. Like, it takes them a couple of goes before they learn. How many stove touches will it take for little Timmy? He'll burn his hand off. You know, you scream at them and you tell them no and you hit them. Okay, maybe don't hit them. Why can't you hit a kid? Just a little tap. Don't you do that. You will hurt yourself. Then they cry and then they realise that they got a bad feeling when they went to touch the stove. Again, I'm not a parent, so, I mean, this theory could go right out the window as soon as I have kids, which I'm obviously not going to do because, Jesus Christ, that is a minefield. Having children, what a disaster. Whew, do not want to do that. It's just, it's too much. I don't know how parents go. And I feel like with the age of information, with the internet, everything, every, like you can ask, you just... Uh, like back in the day, you'd just smoke in your house. Yeah, seat belts weren't a thing. You know, like, now I feel like we're so safe. We're so protected and we're so protective and uh, we're overprotective and overcautious. You know, like, would you send your kid down to the servo to buy some milk? Or like, We used to go all the time. It was down the road. Some parents, yes. Some parents, no. But why? I feel like, you know, it, I, I should have looked into this, but you wonder if child abductions... I'm going to Google it. Has child abductions increased over years? Okay, here we go. Kidnapping statistics may surprise you. Oh, boo, this is going to disprove my point. Every 40 seconds a child goes missing somewhere in the United States. There are more than 460 missing children each year. Of those missing children, almost 1,500 of them are kidnapped. Blah, blah, blah. The staggering statistic. Oh, no, I want to know if they're going up every year. Uh, what is the most common? Blah, blah, blue, blue, blue. Um, how many children are reported missing each year? God, half a million children in the States. Um, blah, blah, blah. Over the year. Well, there's no... Sorry, just bear with me. Technology and cell phones make much easier. Yep, blah, blah, blah. I want to know if abductions have increased. Crime statistics. This is the thing. This is for Australia. Murder rates dropped. So... Go away. I don't want an ad. Crime in the United States. Decline of robbery and murder is down. Everything's down. Crime. Crime is up. Yeah. Crime is down, but perception of crime is up. This is the thing. This is what I'm looking for. 2000. I'm going to just read this article. You can just tune out. I'm just going to. I've never read this article. And it's called The Crime Wave in Our Heads. This is what I'm saying, though. We think, because we've got access to so much information, we think crime is up. We think kidnappings are up. 
I don't know that for a fact just yet, but let's read the article. 2009 was a grim year for many Americans, but there was one pleasant surprise amid all the drear citizens... Through ground down, and oh, I'm already bored. Blah blah blah. Across the country, FBI data show that crime last year fell to lows unseen since the 60s. Part of a long trend that has seen crime fall steadily in the US since the 90s. Uh, at the same time, however, another change has taken place, a steady rise in the percentage of Americans who believe crime is getting worse. The vast majority of Americans, nearly three quarters of the population, thought crime got worse in the United States in 2009. This is what I'm saying about African gangs, Sudanese gangs, media. Media! Give you the perception. According to something's annual crime attitudes poll... Oh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, running trend. A crime, as crime rates have dropped for the last... Oh, shit, there's an ad. Oh, and I lost my spot. Uh, as crime rates have dropped for the past decade, the public belief in worsening crime has steadily grown. The more lawful the country gets, the more lawless we imagine it to be. How bizarre. The implications for the country at large are stark. Democracy is based on an informed public calling upon its representatives to address problems facing their society. Right? The media says there's a problem in Sudanese gangs. Uh, democracy is based on an informed public calling upon its representatives to address problems facing the society. Right? The media makes this problem, and then suddenly the politicians have to address it and fix it. It's a non-existent problem. If we believe crime is on the march in the streets all over the country, it influences our beliefs on critical issues from gun control to sentencing laws, from how we run our prisons to how much money we spend on law enforcement. Misinformation on the part of the public makes for bad lawmaking on part of the government. How did we get this idea into our heads? Why do we persist in believing that the United States is inexorably sliding into lawlessness when we should be rejoicing that exactly the opposite is happening? The short answer is that we've been taking our cues on crime from a host of things that are both abstract and wholly unrelated to crime. And perhaps by understanding why we've come to believe what we believe, we can take some steps toward mending it. Oh, this blah, 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 blah. Um, Bill Clinton boosted funding. Police began spreading back when your approaches to policing, such as those employed in so-called Boston America. The murder rate started to fall. Rape, robbery, and aggravated assaults have dropped. And I think this is the this is the reason why we're so protective of our children. Is the now this is this is an article for America, obviously, but I'm pretty sure it's the same in Australia. Um, let me Google Australian crime rates. Crime rates. Australia, in the attempted murder, victimisation rate dropped slightly. Blah, blah, blah. Crime statistics, Australia. This is the one I looked at. Australian crime figures, facts and figures. Um, data and declaration. Oh, God, this is so boring. Victims, oh, this is so boring. Okay, there's nothing great. What I'm trying to say is crime has dropped, right? But because of the constant uh, news and data and, like, you know, Twitter, like, 
I know that there was a riot today in St Kilda that was stupid. Now, usually you wait for the Sunday paper to report on that. You don't know. Tomorrow, I'll know something else. So we're just bombarded with all these different things of information and then we get scared and we think there's more of it because we've they're reporting on it more you know before the internet it was the newspaper and that took 24 hours to get to you and then they decided whether or not it was big enough to report on but now everything gets reported on so we just assume that there's more crime going on but statistics prove and say in america anyway it's dramatically down and then you know we wrap kids in bubble wrap and we you know, give them all the drugs, we clean and wipe and we sterilise everything. And then, you know, they're all... They're, every goddamn child is allergic to something, but life-threateningly allergic. Why? This wasn't a thing when I was a kid. Well, not much of a thing. I knew one person with a peanut allergy. Now you've got avocado, uh, milk, and dairy, lemons. It, that's a thing. Oh, what's going on? Eat dirt. Play in the garden, says the single 31-year-old. It's my birthday tomorrow. I'm, 30, I'm turning 20, 12. 28, 29, 2010, 2011, 2012. I'm, staying in between, I'm in my really late 20s. Anyway, I've spoken enough about shit I don't know. Just opinions. These are all opinions. No facts. Just opinions and second-hand information that I've heard. So you form your own opinion from that. I don't have kids. I don't know. I've never raised them, nor do I want to. I could be completely wrong. But just sometimes I just think, God, are we going to shit? What are we doing? No plastic toys. I get that from an environmental standpoint. It's like from a kid... I don't know. Is are we? And this is another thing. Are we at, uh, on a? Imagine a bell curve. You know, like it's a graph that looks like a bell. Are we at the top? The most privileged. That we've got the most shit. We just have an excess amount of crap, right? And it's also the worst, right? So, the little dot we're on the top of the bell, and we're realizing that we're destroying the planet. It's, everything is so convenient. Everything is at its most convenient. Why would you get rid of it? It's so convenient. Yet, it's destroying the planet. We're overpopulated. Um, is it now time that we head down the bell curve and we get rid of, like, you get rid of the plastics, you get rid of the chemicals, and you've got people who are like, no, why would you get rid of them? That's stupid. But, like, will that help the cancer rates? Will that help all these things? Like, getting rid of just so much plastic getting rid of, you know, the, the copious amounts of meat and shitty, crappy food we eat, sugars. Like, we'll never get rid of them. Because as long as greed exists, they'll always, businesses will always prefer profit over people. God, I sound like, what's his name? Alex Jones. What's, a, what's that podcast he has? I don't know. He's a crackpot. Oh, I sound like a bloody crackpot, don't I? But, like, I always wonder, like, are we at our most convenient phase? Of human existence. You know, I don't want to give up my plastic water bottle. It's so easy. I, I want to buy water in a plastic water bottle. It's convenient. It's destroying the environment, though. Yeah, but I'll be dead soon. The next generation can fix that. But will we just think that every generation? Oh, the next generation will deal with that. I don't know. I reckon, though, the world... I thought this the other day. 
there's a scene in Futurama, which is a show uh, Simpsons creator made years ago. And it's where they discover this planet and the planet, they produce the fuel on the planet and then they just mine all the fuel, all the natural resources, and then the planet just crumbles into nothing. And I'm like, that's pretty much us. Like, that's... I know you probably think I'm a weirdo, but you have... Like, you've got... I mean, we're mining coal from the ground. What's going back in its place? Nothing. We're taking shit from the ground. We're turning it into gas and it's evaporating into the air and ruining the atmosphere. Like, what's going to happen? Like, the world is just going to... And we're going to be... There's going to be so many people. We're going to be curing all these diseases. And there's going to be too many people on the earth. And I already believe there is so many people on the earth. And it's just, it's just a downhill spiral. Until the earth ends. That is what I think. Bleak and it's depressing. What a hilarious episode this has been. Ha 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 All the laughs we've had. <laughs> There's been none. Okay, I need to go. My chicken is now freezing cold. Oh, I didn't hit stop.